Hello, and welcome to IMJDB. I'm your host, Jim, and together with my Disney princess, Nikki, we'll be your guides to the weekend geek covering the latest pop culture in movies and streaming TV shows. Woohoo! Here we go! Episode 7, The Stone of Cold Fire. Huh? Uh, Land Before Time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Land Before Time, there we go. So, this week we'll be talking all about the trailer insanity that dropped over last week, including Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. Woo! But first off, we've got lots of news to get through. So let's do this. Okay, okay kicking off with WB slash HBO, HBO Max. There is a Barbie movie in development. That's right, you heard me. There is a <laughs> Barbie movie in development. It stars Margot Robbie. Uh, as Ro- Barbie? As Barbie, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Ryan Gosling as Ken. Perfect casting, in my opinion. Uh, Simu Liu, Shang-Chi himself. And America Ferreira. Um, that's uh, Amy from Superstore. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and Kate McKinnon, who recently was seen in the Ghostbusters reboot, not to be confused with Afterlife, the one before the female-led one directed by Paul Feig. Uh, so this is being written by indie director, and um, sorry, written and directed by indie director Greta Gerwig uh, of Lady Bird and um, Little Women. She recently did a really good version of Little Women, uh, and it's being. Co-written by Noah Baumbach, best known for writing films directed by Wes Anderson, like Fantastic Mr. Fox, The Life Aquatic with Steve Sissou, and the films not directed by Wes Anderson, like Madagascar (laughs) 3. So, yeah, it could go either way. Sounds like an interesting project. We'll keep our eyes on it. Yeah, and and I mean, if you said to me, Barbie movie... With, without um, what's her face? Greta Gerwig. Oh, no. uh, Margot Robbie. Yeah, Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Or Harley Quinn, of course. Um, I wouldn't have been interested, but uh, now I might That's be. Right, yeah, Amy Schumer dropped out uh, ages ago. Yeah, what so... if Barbie goes on some kind of mallet smashing rampage? <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Heard it here first, folks. It might happen. What else is uh, happening, Jim? Fingers are crossed. Okay, so uh, Peacemaker. James oh. Gunn's James Gunn's Peacemaker has been renewed for a second season. Yeah, uh, the first season wrapped up last week, and uh, it's got a second season renewal already on HBO Max. Uh, James Gunn is confirmed to write and direct all eight episodes. Oh. He didn't th- he didn't direct all the episodes this season. He directed six out of eight. Okay. Um, but anyway, there's still no UK air date in sight for this show. Oh no! Uh, and I thought Sky had it locked in. Turns out that's not the case. HBO Max is different to HBO, oh, okay. if, if that makes sense, because yeah. it was made for just for the streaming service. Okay. And uh, basically, Sky get first dibs, but HBO Max want more money um, for stuff on HBO Max than HBO do. Really? Yeah. So if you think stuff like um, Black uh, the White Lotus um, mm-hmm. was was HBO, so we got that immediately on Sky. Yeah. Um, Sky get first refusal of Peacemaker, but that doesn't guarantee they get it. Anybody else could pick it up. It could go to Wolf 4. Interesting, because I feel Worst we case scenario, are, Channel 5. Uh, I mean, I feel we're really missing out by not being able to see Peacemaker. Yeah. I, I mean, we can't talk about Peacemaker. We really want to, but <laughs> we unless... We can't uh, talk about Peacemaker. <laughs> unless they screen uh, it in this country. We can't talk about Peacemaker. We, we really can't, and... Uh, uh, there's a second Suicide Squad, uh, sorry, the Suicide Squad spin-off in development um, that James Gunn's doing. He said it's going to be a different genre to comedy. So start your uh, ideas now. Um, what, like, do Blood- we, do Idris Elba stars in Bloodsport or 
Are we going to get a, a King Shark spin-off? Oh, yeah. Under the sea? Oh, like a, like a nature but... documentary, maybe. <laughs> we can but hope. Fish are friends, not food. So sticking with WB, HBO and James Gunn, uh, Coyote versus Acme, which I'm sure will make my dad really happy. Uh, Coyote versus Acme is, is in development <laughs> at Warner Brothers, starring John Cena, peacemaker Yay! himself. James Gunn is writing and Sammy Birch is also co-writing. Uh, it's going to be a live-action animated hybrid. And the synopsis is basically, Wally Coyote tries to sue Acme Corporation after one too many broken purchases. Oh, bless him. I mean, to be fair, I always did wonder why he didn't send things back to return. But quite honestly, John Cena can do no wrong in my eyes. Yeah. Uh, he's an incredibly funny I would funny happily bloke. watch anything John Cena's in now. Yeah. Definitely. Agreed. Uh Sticking with, with WB and uh, HBO, The Last of Us has unfortunately been delayed to 2023. However, this gives me more chance to complete the first game. Yeah, oh, okay. Because <laughs> I still haven't completed it. That's that game I with know, those... that's terrible. What were they called? Clickers, in it? The Clickers, that's right, yeah. Uh, terrifying. It looks a bit scary. Fungus, zombies. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this is written by Neil Druckmann, who also wrote the game, uh, and also Craig Mazin, who wrote the brilliant Chernobyl, also for HBO. Ah, Chernobyl's a great show. Uh, It's starring The Mandalorian himself, Pedro Pascal, Ah. and Bella Ramsey uh, of Hilda and Game of Thrones fame, uh, plus Nick Offerman from Parks and Recreation and The Great North, and Anna Torf from Fringe. So uh, it's quite a good cast. It is a good cast for 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 that show. Yeah. So that's 2023 now. 2023, unfortunately, yes. Okay. Uh, Paramount Plus held a huge press conference and dropped too much news. Too much news. Yeah, too much news to cover in one episode. So we're going to talk more about that next week. However, so Star Trek, uh, the first Star Trek movie since uh, Star Trek Beyond is going to be produced by J.J. Abrams. He's bringing back the entire original cast uh, from his movies, not not, not the original cast. That'll be a bit more difficult since some of them are passed on, unfortunately. (laughs) Say the same thing, but you said it first. <laughs> Z- Zombie Lennon, Nimoy confirmed. Oh, no. Oh, sorry. I, I, I didn't mean that. Anyway, so, Chris Pines. Live Quint- long and fester. Hey! Is that the name of the podcast? Who knows? Live Chris, long and fester. Sorry, Jim. Take Chris, it in. Chris, Take it in. Chris Pine, Zach Quinto, uh, Zoe Saldana, Carl Urban, John Cho, most recently seen in Cowboy Bebop, uh, so- and Simon Pegg. Uh, will all return for a new Star Trek movie that's going to be directed by Matt Shackman, who recently directed every episode of One Division, uh, also directed episodes of Game of Thrones and Always Sunny, so he's got quite a diverse uh, range there. And all shows and ri- we like. Written by Josh Friedman, who uh, was, was the creator and showrunner of Sarah Connor Chronicles, Snowpiercer and Foundation. Ah, um, amazing pedigree there and he's currently writing the Avatar sequels oh interesting or, or he's written the Avatar sequels yeah. that are in development and maybe we'll see another Avatar movie one day who uh, knows does the world really need a second one Christmas 2023 I'm crossing my fingers maybe we'll get an Avatar movie do you re- what like a Christmas Avatar movie no not a Christmas Avatar movie <laughs> just a sequel to Avatar I mean after after riding Flight of Passage in, in, in Disney World I, I, I want more, more more Pandora in my life that was an amazing ride. Really was best ride by none. And if anyone's going to Walt Disney World and they like don't ever look at any ride footage, don't do it, just go and enjoy it. It was incredible. And we met this wonderful and new lady from New York 
<laughs> he was there on her own. Oh, she was fun. Anyway, not bad that. Carry on, I Jim. still feel really bad about that zombie Leonard Nimoy. I love Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> Live long and faster is the cleverest <laughs> thing I've said today. Carry but on. I digress now to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Paramount have a lot of franchises. Mm. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Seth Rogen is developing a reboot movie. Um, the second reboot? No, no, third reboot movie in so, recent years. So go ninja, go ninja, go? I mean, yeah. Okay. yeah. And also planning uh, villain spin-off movies that will go direct to Paramount Plus, which is the new streaming service launching in the summer in the UK. What, like a Shredder? Like... Movie Shredder, Bebop, Rocksteady, The Rat King. I guess it's all on the table. Mm. Krang. So, Quiet Place, uh, a Quiet Place spin off, um, will be directed by Michael Sarnowski, directed Pig and Fright Night Legacy in 2023. Uh, and the third, the third part of The Quiet Place will be directed this time by Jeff Nichols, as John Krasinski is no longer involved. Uh, he, he directed the Matthew McConaughey classic Mud. And also Midnight Special, and we should expect that in 2025. So if it's a spin-off, we're not following the same family, then? The spin-off is something different, but A Quiet Place 3 will pick up with, with the same family. Because, ah. again, it's a movie, a, a concept which you think, yeah, okay, whatever. Um, but actually, I, I, I've loved the first fantastic. two, I must admit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, five out of five jickies to both of those movies. Uh, so the Halo TV show uh, that, that starts later on, no, it starts next month uh, in, in the United States on Paramount Plus, has already been renewed for a second season. Uh, that stars Pablo Schreiber, that was Porn Stash from uh, Orange is the New Black. Oh, right, okay. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 3 is in development. Mm. Uh, the, the second one drops on the 8th of April. I didn't realise there was a second one. <laughs> yeah, but it's Ben Swartz and we love, we love Ben Swartz. Yeah, we do. We love him in After Party and also Space Force. Yeah. We loved him in Parks and Rec and yeah. DuckTales. Yeah. He, he was the ama- amazing in DuckTales, yeah. it must be said. Um, so uh, also there's going to be a Knuckles spin-off. Knuckles is going to appear first in Sonic 2. He's going to be voiced by Idris Elba, one of your favourite voices, I know that. <laughs> uh, so he's yeah he's getting a spin-off movie on Paramount Plus, and that's all all I'm going to talk about from the Paramount press conference uh, this week. We'll Gosh. we'll pick this up next. And week. that's not everything. That's loads. <clears throat> that's not okay. So moving on to Netflix now. Netflix have announced a brand new comedy blockbuster starring Melissa Fumero. That's Amy from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Nine Nine. And Randall Park, Agent Jimmy Woo from One Division, and Ant Man and the Wasp. It's going so- to be it's a single camera comedy. Uh, about the last standing video store in America. Uh, this is quite macabre, if you think not, about it. <laughs> not a, I'll have a pee, please, Bob. Not that Blockbusters. No, sweetheart, that's Blockbusters. <laughs> this is Blockbuster, the video chain. The, the, video, the video chain, chain that Netflix put out of business and are now making a TV show about. Yeah. yeah. Kind of macabre, as I said. Yeah, I guess. Maybe, at the same time, it's like when a serial killer leaves a calling card at a... Uh, Death scene. <laughs> Anywho. So that's written by Vanessa Ramos, who wrote many, many fine episodes of Brooklyn Nine Nine and Nine-Nine. Superstore, oh. and it's directed by the fantastically named Payman Benz, <laughs> who also directed episodes of Brooklyn Nine Nine, Last Man of Earth, and one of our favourite comedies, AP Bio. Oh, okay. I'm all in on that. And a seamless segue from AP Bio to Bioshock. Oh, I see how you did that there. Last scene on one of your favourite T-shirts. Uh, Bioshock movie is in development at Netflix. 
I've never played the games. I wouldn't care to. <laughs> Me, Brett, uh, but, but I got the T-shirt in a loot crate. <laughs> the former former Loki uh, director, Kate Heron, has tweeted uh, her interest in seeing the announcement. Uh, she tweeted back, throws hat in ring. Uh, of course, Kate Heron, unfortunately, won't be directing season two of Loki, but more on that later. Okie dokie. So finally for Netflix, Stranger Things season four has has been has been announced and, and it's split into it's been announced it's split into two parts or volumes. So volume one of Stranger Things will hit on May twenty seventh, and volume two of Stranger Things season four will hit on July the first. So if, if the tagline is every ending has 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 a beginning. Uh, the runtime is nearly double the previous seasons. Nine episodes uh, have been confirmed, so I'm not quite sure if they're, they're going to be two-hour episodes. Or mm. that's a strange statement. And also, the Duffer Brothers sent out a letter uh, saying that season five is going to be the last season. Well, I think I think that's right. I mean, how much more the can kids we go are on? getting. Yeah. They're not kids anymore, let's <laughs> no, no, face it. No. Like, are we just going to be watching 30-year-old men cycling around on their bikes in a few years to come? <laughs> Probably But also, much. like, those young actors should just have a chance to go on and do other stuff. Because yeah, like, all... like Ghostbusters. I mean, that's a completely different genre that, that Wolfhard <laughs> was in recently. Yeah, exactly. Not oh, typecast at all. <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, no, I, I think not that's really appropriate for finish it. In all senses of the word. Yeah. Uh, Amazon... Uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel has been renewed for a fifth and final season Yay! on the same day that the Stranger Things was renewed for a fifth and final season. Ah, so kind of kind of strange that Amazon and Netflix decide to end two of their biggest franchises uh, on the same day. Interesting. Just struck me as that. Yeah. Moving now to Disney Plus, and John Williams has secretly recorded new music, well, not so secretly now because we know, for Obi Wan Kenobi, Yay! including a theme tune. I literally uh, can't. This guy wait. is 90 years old and he also recently recorded the score for Indiana Jones 5, what which is going to be starring Harrison Ford and Phoebe Waller Bridge. What are we going to do without John Williams? Uh, yeah, he's like Dave Attenborough, isn't he? Really? Yeah. He's, he's an absolute treasure. And if you're thinking, who on earth is this guy? He literally writes the scores to all your favourite movies. Yeah, from everything. Jaws to Harry Potter. Yeah. Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Superman, everything in between. Mm hmm. The man's a genius. John Williams. Well, not 90 years old and still writing the hits. <laughs> All the hits. So some Moon Knight news now. Well, uh, are we, we know, getting death from above? As we, as we know, it's dropping on the 30th of March. And it's been confirmed by Marvel that F. Murray Abraham, uh, Oscar winning actor, um, uh, he won Best Actor uh, for a Amadeus. Uh, we know him as the crazy old man uh, in Mythic Quest, who yeah. wrote, who wrote, ah, okay. wrote the lore yeah, yeah, of the yeah. game, yeah, yeah, he's been cast as the voice of Konshu, the Egyptian god that lives in, uh, well, that will live inside uh, Stephen Grant slash Mark Spector slash Jake Lockley's head, driving him insane. Mm. So and causing that's him pretty to cool. Shoot uh, also, Moon Knight directors Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead have confirmed they will be the directors for season two of Loki. Interesting. And Eric Martin of Rick and Morty and Heels will step up to showrun season two of Loki. Mm. Very, very cool. Uh, now, ending the news on a sad note, uh, RIP Ivan Reitman, uh, the OG Ghostbusters director, passed away aged 75. Mm. Uh, he, he directed some, well, amazing 80s comedies, including National Lampoon's Animal House, Stripes, Twins, Junior, 
Dave and Kindergarten Cop. Aww. He was the man that made Arnold Schwarzenegger funny, <laughs> in my opinion. Uh, and uh, his son Jason, uh, Jason Reutemann, uh, recently directed 2021's Ghostbusters Afterlife, which was a love letter to to his dad's original film. Aww. I really hope we get another one from from Jason, keeping the legacy intact. Yeah, he did a good job. That's indeed he did. Okay, so that was the news. That was a lot, Jim. It, yeah, speaking of a lot, we've got a lot of trailers to get through. It was the Super Bowl this past week, mm-hmm. and it was too late to include last week. Uh, we wouldn't have had time for it anyway, let's face it. Uh, so let's get into some trailers. First off, Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power for Amazon Prime. Oh my goodness. Have you shared this? You've shared this trailer I on did. Twitter, yeah, yeah. haven't I, you? Which is? It's I Am JDB Podcast. On Twitter, that's right. Yeah, so the trailer, if you haven't watched it, go to our Twitter account and watch it. Is It floored me. There's not much that it's makes It's about me a minute long. Speechless. It won't take much time out of your day. But it, I think it looks... So much was conveyed. Gorgeous. Um, I mean, some some press out there were saying it looked a bit cheap, but I think they just need I to... Yeah, the Independent swivel. really went for it, didn't But they? it's the Independent, you know. It is the Independent. <laughs> So what what could be happening in uh, this Lord of the Rings TV series? Well, of course, the Rings of Power um, were the ones was discussed in the prologue to uh, the Fellowship of the Ring. Uh-huh. Uh, three rings went to the elves, yeah. seven to the dwarves, nine to the men that were ultimately corrupted and turned into the Nazgul. Yeah. Um, so it's set in the Second Age of Middle Earth. Don't forget, then there's one more ring. Yeah, and there was one more ring, but that was covered extensively in a whole trilogy devoted to it. It was, but don't forget, it's part of the lore. Sure. So this is set in the second age of Middle-earth, a thousand years before The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. So you you, you will see a few characters that you recognise. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you'll certainly see places we recognise, like the Misty Mountains and such like. Indeed, yeah. And from the first shot, we can see Numenor, which is basically Middle-earth's version of Atlantis. Well, it becomes Atlantis, but we there's a fan theory we, that we might see Numenor before it's flooded. Um, and yeah, we, I mean, it was the first shot of the trailer, that huge sweeping vista over, yeah, yeah. over the water. Uh, it looked incredible. Exactly. And we've got seafaring elven people who became aligned to Sauron. Um, so, yeah, it'd be interesting to see where that goes. Yeah. So, so Sauron ultimately corrupts the people of Numenor and it ends up like Atlantis. Yes, because he takes on the fight and wants to fight the gods. And then the flat earth becomes global, which then floods Numenor. So then we see uh, hobbits uh, carrying antlers, uh-huh. uh, the same kind of... Well, we assume they're elk. hobbits, don't we? Yeah. That's right, we're assuming they're hobbits. Uh, and from the Vanity Fair article that I extensively researched for this, mm. uh, Vanity Fair seems to be the only people on the planet that have actually seen a few episodes of mm-hmm. uh, this, this show. They've confirmed that uh, what we're seeing is a female half-foot, which is the ancestors to hobbits. Interesting. So the hobbits are descended from those. Uh, then we see a meteor hit. Uh, and a fiery man crawling out of a crater. Yeah. Sauron? Possibly. Let's hope, eh? Um, Morfid Clark plays young Galadriel, who's a, who's a warrior, and we see her in, in, in an intense-looking scene scaling a frozen waterfall with mm-hmm. a dagger. Yeah. And she wasn't alone either. There were more people behind her following yeah, her yeah. up. Uh, and, um, yeah, we see a man shipwrecked in a raft. Apparently this is Halibrand, a new character, uh, and he's the guy later on in the trailer who checks... Uh, 
Gladriel's ears mm-hmm. to see whether she's an elf or not. Yeah, we should start to see some of this elf persecution, shouldn't we, in the Second Age, unfortunately. Yeah, speaking of elves, we see another new character, an archer, named Arondir. Uh, he's a Sylvian elf, which is more of a rustic elves than the ones that we're accustomed mm-hmm. to seeing too in the, yeah, in the Rings trilogy. We, we saw a couple of them in like Mirkwood, I think, in the trilogies. And according to Vanity Fair, he's, he's in love with a human healer in a neighbouring village named Bronwyn. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a failed romance mm. to me, unfortunately. Um, Maybe not, because we know that there are half-elves, half-humans in Middle-earth, so... This is true, yeah. So, potentially, um, that could be happening. Maybe it isn't failed love. Maybe it's love that's meant to be. Yeah, and more elves. We see a golden-clad elf king. Uh, Apparently, that's Gilgalad, who was also seen in the Lord of the Rings prologue, leading the men and elves against the forces of Sauron. Ah, I see. Um... We see Galadriel on horseback uh, galloping across a plain mm-hmm. uh, with lots of other people. Uh, we, we see freaky-looking new cave trolls. They yeah. look like the Demogorgon from, yeah, yeah, yeah. from Stranger Things. Coming back to Stranger Things again. Um, we see Moria in its heyday. Um, young Elrond looking mm-hmm. shifty. Yeah. <laughs> looking very shifty. And we see a, a new dwarf character that apparently is Prince Dorin the Fourth of mm-hmm. Khazad-dûm. Uh, we see a dwarf princess with be- no beard. With no beard, is that is that a point of contention? Yeah, all dwarf and women have beards. Do they? In the law, yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. But apparently, her name's Deesa, and we see her singing to the mountain. And this is how the dwarves communicate with the mountains. Uh, the reverberations from the mountains also tell them where to dig for the best treasure and resources. Excellent. I'm so excited for the Lord of the Rings TV show. Yeah, we see a glimpse of what I'm told is Finrod, who's Galadriel's brother. I think that's driving her quest in this show. Yeah. And then the last the last shot we see a two hands clasping, one big and one small. Is is that the guy from the meteor and, and, and the and the um the half foot, maybe? Potentially. Yeah, so that was uh, Lord of the Rings of Rings of Power. When when is that coming? Second <clears throat> of September that's dropping. <sighs> Gosh, it's not that far away, And is we it? know Amazon is just going to put it out week by week. That's not going to be a binge. I think that's okay, because I think it's oh, going to yeah, be yeah, quite an epic um, sort of show, isn't I it? I noticed they did that with Mrs. Maisel. They only gave you the first two episodes this week. Yeah, yeah. And we have to wait when all the other seasons have been dropped all all, in, all at once. Yeah, I think sometimes we it's so easy to binge shows, isn't it, one after the other. But as we've said before, there are some shows which... You know, yeah, you can nibble up and watch huge amounts of it in one day, like Cobra Kai. Yeah. But but some shows need to be savoured, and they I've, need to you need to wait, otherwise you miss stuff. I've got to admit, I, I did struggle savouring Daredevil. I tried to savour Daredevil yeah. every season, but it was just too good yeah. <laughs> to watch it all. And I nom nom we'll nom. Never see those days again. But moving on anyway to Disney Plus, so. Um, I'm really excited about this project. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, bring it back. Dale one of the best, Rescue one of the Rangers. best in my opinion, uh, cartoons of the nineties with one of the best theme tunes. Yeah. Sometimes there are some crimes that go slipping through those cracks. <laughs> oh, right. I flipping love the Rescue Rangers. But even better, this is produced by the Lonely Island. Oh. Uh, who who shot to fame on SNL with their series of digital shorts, uh, and then became a million-selling uh, rap act. Um, so this is going to be a live-action animated hybrid. Um, what's really interesting is Chip is hand-drawn and voiced by John Mulaney of uh, John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch okay, uh, and yeah. Big Mouth fame. Uh, and Dale is voiced by Andy Samberg. And 
is it's full CGI. Yeah. Which is a, a really cl strange clash of animation. He says he's had CGI surgery. Yeah. Which is quite funny. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, so after big, being a, a big hit in their heyday, uh, partying with Roger Rabbit, Paula Abdul and, and, and DJ Scat Cat from the sure. opposite to track video. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Roger Rabbit I, I can't believe Disney allowed them to yeah. use Roger Rabbit since how cagey they are using him and other things I mean even in the theme park you'd be hard pressed to find anything I know to we, we, I think Rabbit. we saw one t-shirt and one like I know there's a ride in Disneyland that's still yeah. there but how, for how long uh, so yeah Chris Parnell um, who, who was also in in, in uh, the Lazy, Lazy Sunday uh, digital short that they did with SNL together and also uh, voices Cyril in Archer so he's there uh, saying, I smell a reboot. And everyone's <laughs> like, nobody wants a reboot. So that's kind of nice and meta. Um, we, yeah, we see an Indiana Jones reference, uh, referencing that Aww. Chip has always used to be dressed like uh, Indiana yeah. Jones. Of course, Disney now own Indiana Jones, uh -huh. so that's the legal rights are easier to get there. Then we see a shot of Scrooge McDuck diving into his money bin, which was very cool. A huge DuckTales fan here. Uh, and also a shot of Aladdin from behind on his carpet. Oh, I miss the hit in the 90s feels huge in this trailer. Um, it looks like they're at a, at a convention. Um, and the, then they come across a, a, a obvious CGI uh, non-player character uh, voiced by Seth Rogen. Oh, yes. <laughs> and Seth Rogen's always a good time. Um, so anyway, this is directed by Lonely Island member Akiva Schaefer, who also directed one of my favourite movies, the very underrated comedy pop star, Never Stop, Never Stopping. Uh for the Lonely Island, and it hits Disney Plus on May thirtieth. Ah, that's not uh, far that's away. the same. No, no, sorry, it's not. But yeah, it's May May thirtieth, and uh, yeah, I can't wait to watch Chip mm. and Dale Rescue Rangers. It's been yeah. in development for ages. Yeah. Okay, so finally, uh, it's it's time to talk about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Now, the first trailer dropped after no way spider-man no way home in the cinemas so we were one of the first people to see it yeah yeah um and it didn't give much away no at all other than uh wonder maximoff from mm -hmm. wandavision uh fame is, is also going to be in this yeah. movie along with uh mordo uh from the original doctor strange and wong uh played by benedict wong so this this movie is directed by sam raimi uh who also directed the original Spider-Man trilogy, the Tobey Maguire movies. Okay. Uh, but he's also most famous for directing the Evil Dead trilogy, which um, you might not be as familiar with. No, I'm not personally. But, yeah. but basically, uh, the, both trilogies are absolutely fantastic, in my opinion. Um, so the first shot we see is a callback to what looked like Kang's Fortress from Loki, but it shifted shape to be more like the Sanctum Santorum. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, I've got a huge... Uh, Flashbacks to Loki from that. Yeah, definitely. Um, apparently, we, we, yeah, we also see what might be Elioth, who was the guardian of Kang's realm mm -hmm. um, in, in that trailer later on. A uh, new character, America Chavez, is uh, is featured prominently in the trailer as well. Uh, she's a member of the Young Avengers in the comics. She's a multiverse traversing superhero. Um, she, she uses her powers to create star-shaped portals, um, which she can travel throughout the multiverse in. So that that could be handy in a multiversal movie. Yeah, definitely. Because, and she looked like she was um, sort of bound, didn't she? So it looks like somebody was perhaps using her to make portals. There's a shot where we see a portal opening with dinosaurs in it. So mm. Jurassic Park crossover confirmed? No, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. This is more likely the Savage Land first introduced in the X-Men comics and animated series. 
Uh, and then we see uh, a version of Doctor Strange because there are many in this trailer. There's mm -hmm. uh, possibly the one from What If, the dark, sinister Doctor Strange uh, who gave up everything he loved uh, to try and bring his, uh, the woman that he loved back from the dead, absorbing all sorts of ma uh, magical creatures to try and fulfil that goal. Uh, we, we see him, we, well, we see one of the Doctor Strange's being marched before the Illuminati. Who are a huge uh, group in the comics. Mm -hmm. uh, originally created by Brian Michael Bendis, uh, they were Professor Xavier, uh, Iron Man, Namor, uh, Black Bolt of the Inhumans, and uh, they basically pulled the strings from behind the scenes. Uh, so, and what's really exciting is we, we we see the back of a bold man's head, and we hear Patrick Stewart's voice. We see here. We hear him say, "We should tell him the truth," right? Which is really, really cool. Yeah. And yes, yeah, so yeah, Professor Charles Xavier from the the original X Men trilogy is is gonna be in this movie. I guess it's about time, really, isn't it? It's fantastic. I mean, there is precedent for this. We have seen characters mm -hmm. from non Marvel franchise from non MCU franchises appear in Marvel movies recently. Yeah. Um. So we uh, we also see Wong fighting a giant tentacle creature that was uh, Shuma Garoth, uh, first used in the Conan comics, uh, who belongs to Robert E. Howard. So they can't call him uh, Shuma Garoth anymore, uh, since Marvel let the rights lapse. Uh, he's now known as Gargantos. Mm -hmm. And finally, we see a zombie Doctor Strange with many, many arms, like Kali. Uh oh. Uh, yeah, so... so with, with so many variants, we've got Sinister Strange, Defender Strange. Everyone has variants. Wanda has variants. She's looking all bloodied at one point. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, this looks absolutely insane. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? I, <clears throat> I know some people have picked out different bits and pieces in the trailer, but by the looks of it, there's, we're going to see some bits and pieces from What If, which is the... Yeah, so if you skip What If because you thought it was a cartoon for kids, you were wrong. Yeah, my personal favourite, even if you go back and you just watch the zombie episodes, that is fantastic. And, of course, Captain Carter. Whose shield is featured in that poster. Yeah, Captain Carter. Not in, not in, the, TV, not, not in the, uh, the trailer, although you may see her in the background. There are six shadowy figures sitting on chairs behind um, Doctor Strange in, in one shot. But... Um, but yeah, Captain Carter is definitely in the poster. People also think they've seen Deadpool in the poster, uh, making a shushing motion. Interesting. Yeah, and Captain Marvel's uh, symbol is definitely in that poster as well. Oh, it looks like it's going to be a busy movie with lots of people. Never know, might even get to see Wolverine again. So anyway, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness hits on the 6th of May. Not long at all to look forward to that one. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. And that's that's all the trailers. Gosh, that was a busy old uh, episode with news and trailers. It really, really was. And if there's anything in the news that you've spotted that we haven't, don't forget to get in contact with us at... IMJDB Podcast. At, on, on Twitter. Twitter. That's right. Um, you can direct message us. You can just tweet us. Um, but yeah, if there's something that you've seen that we haven't mentioned, uh, do get in contact. Did you want to... Talk about what we've been watching this week. Oh, well, I am loving The Gilded Age. I absolutely oh, sure you adore are, The I'm Gilded Age. That. I know, but if you have watched things like Downton Abbey and you like a bit of period drama, 
it is knocking it out of the park. I'm loving it. I get it on a week by week basis. And if you want something that is just a bit period drama, not too heavy, but has, you know, a bit of history, history attached to it, I recommend Gilded Age. It's it's beautiful. I know I recommended this a couple of weeks ago, but I've recently managed to watch a few episodes of Jack, of, of Reacher, um, the, the character Jack Reacher, based on the book by Lee Child. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Every episode I've seen is is five jickies in my opinion so far. Um, not since Jack Bauer in Twenty Four have, have we seen a character like this. Uh, so much fun. We've also been watching the Cuphead show. Oh, that's amazing! Fabulous show. Um, Nineteen thirties style animation with songs in it. Yeah, yeah. There's a song an episode Beautiful, by the looks of it. Jazzy songs. Um, like many the moocher esque Cab Calloway style. It's got um quite a it it's kind of got a similar dark sense of humour in the sense of things like Ren and Stimpy and that kind of ilk. I'd it's, go with that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very John Chris Faluski. Yeah, it's got lots of jokes in it that you could sit and watch with your kids, but again there's lots of nods and you know, nod nod wink wink to the adults that are watching and you sort of realise. I mean, it's completely suitable for kids. There's no there's nothing yeah. untoward in it. It's rated you, uh but Mickey Mouse this ain't. Yeah, no, exactly. It's really, really good. And that is on Netflix. That's on Netflix, that's right, yeah. Yeah, and each episode's only 10 minutes, so you can't go wrong with that, really, can you? That's right. We've also finished Murderville, which mm-hmm. which was great in its final episodes. Uh, Ken Jeong knocked it out of the park in his finale. Uh, yeah, brilliant, brilliant show. Yeah, it was fantastic, wasn't it? And we just started uh, checking out Space Force. Yeah. First episode of season two was really good. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll get more to, get to see more of that soon. Yeah, definitely. So, again, if you're watching something that we're not watching, do let us know. But, uh, Jim, I think that was an absolutely jam-packed podcast this week. Yeah. So quite... Just talking about trailers, yeah. I know, a lot going on. So, um, if you have just finished watching the book of Boba Fett, um, go back and, and listen to our other podcasts where we talk about those there. So, this one is a spoiler-free Star Wars episode. That's right. Also, I, I uh, accidentally called last week's episode of The Book of Boba Fett uh, In the Name of Justice. Uh, apparently, it was In the Name of Honour. Uh, I thought The Name of Justice sounded better. Uh, nobody corrected me, Again. but I'm admitting that I was wrong. So. Again, uh, if Dave Filoni's listening and wants to get in contact with us about that... Uh, oh, Dave Filoni's do. not listening. Don't worry he, about he that. might. He might. Uh, I'm still just contesting that uh, he might want to chat to me one day. Anywho... So, Enough from us. So, so just remember, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, and uh, Spotify and Anchor. Yeah, so loads of things. Share us with your friends. Share us on social media. Get in contact if there's anything we're talking about that that you want us to talk about. Or you have any questions about anything you're seeing in trailers, movies, or, or whatever. Um, and you can get in contact with us on Twitter on I am JD. B B podcast. podcast. Yeah, I'll be posting all sorts of things on IMJDB podcast on Twitter. Um, just so stay tuned to that. Um, so that's it for this week. We'll we'll, we'll talk again next week. Um, that's all from me. All from me. And, and send, send it, it to, to the, the internet. internet.